Hey everyone out there, this is Lauren from the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I've never done an intro and maybe I'll do more. I may do a solo episode that I've been teasing for a while. I just have to get up, you know, get up the strength to do it. But this is an intro for a new interview that I did that's you're about to hear with Troy McKeady, uh, the pop culture podcast maven, I want to say. I'm so excited to have this out because I've been trying to catch him to interview him for so long and talk to him about pop culture and his podcast. So enjoy this chat. Hey, everyone. Uh, guess what? I'm talking to Troy McKeady, <laughs> the pop culture maven. I want to say maven. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, what's your title now? Like Beyond the Blinds pod, Dunzo pod, like. I mean, what like what are you up to now? I guess I'm just I'm I'm considering myself now like a, a my job is podcaster now. Which yeah, is like so weird. I mean, it's so crazy. That's really awesome that you've been able to turn like something that kind of lives in your head. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to really like. I mean, obviously for deep dive things, you go into you know deep uh, research mode. But normally, it's just it's just shit that you know in your head. Yeah, it's really, I always make the joke that, like, for a really long time, Dunzo was more, like, of a selfish thing. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened to be something that other people liked. So that kind of worked out because it was just, like, stuff that I needed to release from my head. And, like, like thoughts that I needed to get out. And, like, even if I was talking to myself, I, like, was getting them out. And then it just so happened to people, like, connected to it. And that was really cool. And, like, it made me feel... Like, my initially, I was like, I'm just going to be screaming this into, like, a void. And, like, that's fine. <laughs> and then it turned into, like, I'm actually talking to people that care about what I'm saying, which is crazy. I know. It's so cool. I mean, that's what I love about I, – I found you through Dunzo because I think – I don't – I think I, I knew – like, new podcasts existed. But you were podcasting in, like, what, 2017? Yeah. I was, is that when I you was started? Doing it. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, like, early 2017, Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I think I was looking for like more episodes on things that I like, like Kurt and Courtney. And like a lot of it is couples. Like I'm really into like celebrity couples, you know? So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, so let me listen. And like, I didn't know all the backstory. Like I loved your Brad and Angelina one because I didn't have a full timeline. So, right. and I, I even told some people, I'm like, oh, if you really want to know about this one couple, this is like, you do a really good job of laying out this timeline. And you're kind of like, okay, that's great. I don't really need to know any more information now because I kind of know everything. <laughs> um, I thought I knew everything until blind items came around. And now I'm like that weird pop culture conspiracy friend who's like, okay, well, this week on Beyond the Blinds, they were talking about Chris Evans. And they're like, okay, this has become like, my friends were like, this has become a problem. Like, I was like, no, oh. it is a problem. It's <laughs> like oh god it just like ruins it's really hard when you like love pop culture too mm-hmm. like it would be so much easier to digest a lot of it if i didn't care about pop culture then it would just be like like info that i would like interesting information but it's like really hard to like grapple with it every week yeah it's you know because i'm like i i still like a lot of these people and like i have to like live a, a normal life like i can't go through life not listening to music or like reading books or watching tv or going to the movies like i want to go to the movies you know yeah. what i mean everyone's so like, everyone in hollywood's dirty it seems like i can't even see any fucking movie at all like no 
<laughs> yeah, like I have to be able to like live a life. You know, I like pop culture still. Yeah, yeah, totally. I I get the same way. <laughs> and I'm like every relationship. I'm like we don't know anything. Like we right. really don't know anything about anyone. You know, so right. like so it's really like eh. It's like you choose to believe what you want to believe. You know, it's, it's right. Totally. <laughs> and like the people that you it. can. The people you condemn, it's like they deserve to be condemned, but then there are people that you're not condemning, and that's just as bad. So, like, it's just hard to kind of figure out where you draw your own lines. Yeah, it really is, especially nowadays because everything is so connected. Before it was just like back in the day with magazines and like mm-hmm. I, you also have a love of MTV like I do, and mm-hmm. also of the VMAs and stuff like that. Because I got inspired by one of your VMA episodes on Dunzo. It'd be like, oh my god, I'm gonna do an episode on like the '96 VMAs because that was the first one that I remember. Right. I was 13, and I remember like fully watching it and taping it. And then from then on, I like religiously watched them, and then I went back or whatever. But I was like, oh you like the vmas like those are so many things that i just miss so much about old pop culture reality yeah it's definitely like um i feel like a real sign of the times that like we can't manage to make the vmas feel important anymore like no matter what kind of stunt they try and pull like i think it just is a sign of like our celebrity you know Mm -hmm. that's true too we don't have just like sad. Yeah, it's so sad, right? We don't have like global celebrities. Like they're like more influencers or they're just like actors. But it's yeah, the thing is, it's there's so much content out there. That's the thing is like we mm-hmm. didn't have a choice. It was like if the VMAs were on, like what else were you watching? I mean, yeah, like there's no other option. Like you're the only person in the world, like not connecting to this like live wire moment, you know, that like could be like if you miss it then there's like the potential that if you miss it then the next day like the entire globe is freaking out yeah and you have to go to school all day not knowing why people are like going nuts and like yeah i mean i the first time i remember a vma moment like integrated into my own life was and this is oddly enough because like god i'm it's so terrible about lisa marie presley but it was that Mm. moment with michael jackson um Mm -hmm. which was like the vma i think like 94 i think that was yeah and i remember like the next day in school everyone was talking about it and i was like vma and then you know and then i was like oh yeah that's right like it was like one of those things that everyone talked about so it's like they always had those moments they did it for a while though when's the last one that had like a cultural impact um i think it would have been miley yeah with robin thick like a real cultural impact, not just like, you know, fake. Like, yeah, that was like, like paid a, for. Yeah, tabloid headlines the next day. Like that was actually like a moment that really like made people grab their chest and like <laughs> want to discuss it and like debate it yeah. and like critique it and break it down. And what does it mean? Like <laughs> it sent people into like a like a a thought process spiral about like celebrity, which is cool. Yeah. It is you cool. Know. That was actually like during the time of social media too. So it managed yeah. to break through like all of the noise and still be like, did you see what happened to the VMAs? I can't tell you what happened to the last VMAs. No. Like if they had and it, one. <laughs> and it was so specific to something that I love, which is like, like Tumblr era social media. Mm-hmm. And it really solidified like bangers era Miley yeah. as this like, visual thing on tumblr 
like it really like set her into motion you know oh tumblr i know <laughs> i love that it's like kind of trying to come back they're like we fucked up because they like got like rid of all the adult content they're like we yeah. fucked up we sold it but now they're like trying to i see them slowly like tweeting sometimes like yo we're over here <laughs> like yeah like twitter here. sucks now right mm-hmm Anybody and then people agree? are like yeah get on tumblr <laughs> yeah i'm like i'm like yeah i've never left tumblr so right like i've never stopped dabbling in tumblr yeah the weird thing is it doesn't feel like the it feels like this weird thing where like it's like a ghost town but it's not Mm -hmm. like it's very active yeah but people just don't talk about using it it's like fight club it's like the fight club of social media Mm mm-hmm it's like people are on it. Like sometimes you'll randomly like see people that you follow. You're like, oh, I remember that name, and like, oh, they're fo- oh, they're posting. <laughs> yeah, they like live here still. Yeah, oh. like oh, they're reposting. Like it's really cool. Good. Do you have any favorite VMA moments? Like, what are some of your um, top ones? You don't have to rank them. That's too difficult. Moments. But like, okay, good. Just yeah, like just some random like <laughs> amazing VMA moments. Doesn't even have to be a performance. Uh. The first thing, for whatever reason, that comes to mind, and I don't even know why, but, like, I just think that that jig, like, the titty jiggling moment of Diana Ross, oh, Diana Ross and Lil Kim. is, like, so wild. <laughs> Especially so looking back at it now. Yeah. Like, it's so... I remember reading about Mary J. Blige being really upset about it. Really? Yeah, and, like, she had a, a very... Uh, not very not nice things to say about diana ross after because she she thought it was like so disrespectful oh wow and uh and like looking back on it in that context it's like very interesting like it's so demeaning you know what i mean like she like she like basically flicked her titty with her like finger it was really weird too lil kim looked amazing she had that purple hair with like the bangs like her outfit was amazing yeah it was really weird i was like this is not set up <laughs> like this, yeah like, like it's like wild you felt you could just do that um yeah but yeah any Lil Kim moment just because I feel like Lil Kim is like she was really like a pivotal celebrity at that show and people don't really talk about it I mean as the girls, often as they do other people yeah I mean the girls could never compete with Lil Kim like no. when they had the ladies night um mm-hmm. performance like she i mean i love her i even watched her show that was on bet like countdown to lockdown it was like yeah. right, before, <laughs> right before she was going to jail um, yes i mean i've i'm like a little cam head like i love Lil <laughs> like i think she's so she's the rap that. blueprint like she's like i love her mtv moments but yeah Lil Kim, anything with her uh the lady marmalade moment like you said is iconic yeah um Obviously, I'm trying not to be so obvious and just say, like, the Britney moments, but, like... I mean, all of them, though, really. All of them. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Uh, Britney uh, VMA performance? It's changed throughout the years, but I think I've come to terms with the fact that it just is oops. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Like, I've just come to terms with the fact that that's the, I think, the best one. It's just, like, so electric. Yeah, it is. I, I think mine might be the but the combo and sync one her like very first one mm, i fucking love yeah. that one it's very sweet yeah i love her outfit that like silver with like she still was wearing like the tennis shoes 
Yes. Like, this, like chunky tennis shoes and they were like kind of bootleg yeah. pants. And she had like the pat the mic pack. Like that <laughs> yeah. I, I love like that, Brittany. And then I was like, oh, and in sync. Like they're a package deal. And then next year she was like, uh, no. Like <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, those two years specifically, there's like a um like a it's I don't know, it's like a it's a a type of magnetism and like a fire. That you mm-hmm. can only really have as like a young person. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when you watch Britney going out there and like being really athletic and she's like at peak athleticism and she's like so determined and like driven. It's just intense. Yeah. It's intense to see a young Britney like in her doing like what she does best. I mean, she's a performer. Like yeah. she is going to give you a show. Like totally. a fucking show. Yeah. I mean, I love Brittany. I mean, she's just, she's just, yeah, she's just, I grew up with her, you know, yeah. like I think a lot of us did. <laughs> so that's why she's still like such an attachment for so many people. You know, you like know where you were in your life. Thanks for listening to the Fashion Grunge podcast. To hear the rest of this episode, go check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash fashion grunge. And we have 90 episodes up there, including complete series recaps of Freaks and Geeks, My So-Called Life, tons of movies, and just a ton more content. So go check it out. As always, rate, like, subscribe. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And thanks. Bye.